Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Hey everyone. Hey guys. Kelly here. Hope you're all doing well, having a good start to the week. Uh, This is our weekly yoga business training and coaching uh, session. And every week I share something new with you. Today I'm talking about, uh, well I'm going to talk you through um, five key areas that um, I believe that you should focus on when you're just starting out, okay? So when you're just starting out in your business, okay, maybe you're in the first year or two, there's actually lots of different different paths that you can take. There's lots of different tasks to complete. And there's also lots of kind of shiny objects kind of lurking around in you know, every corner. Um, and what this means is that it can become quite overwhelming and it can become a bit confusing. And when you're not sure you know, where to start or what you need to do next, this lack of focus can really lead to overwhelm and frustration, okay? So this is why I'm doing this training today because I know a lot of you are in this, are in this boat. I know a lot of you contact me directly and ask me, you know, what should I be doing? What should I be focusing on? Uh, where should I be focusing my energy and my efforts? So I wanted to try and break this down for you and um, just share with you kind of five things, five key areas, focus areas. Hey, Alethea, five key focus areas that I believe if you're just starting out that you should, that you should focus on these areas. And even if you've been, you know, um, Uh, in your business for a while now don't stop watching because actually you can use what I'm sharing with you today you can use this almost as a a checklist okay so I'm going to break down five key areas to focus on when you're just getting started but these key areas are absolutely crucial for all for all successful um, online yoga businesses okay so I'm specifically talking about being online as a yoga teacher um, because of course you know when you're not teaching in the studio that's where your students are hanging out They're they're online and you need to be in these places online as well so that you can interact with them and um, and engage with them um, and connect with them so the first the first focus area the first, first focus area that I believe that you should make sure you've got nailed um, if you're just starting out or even if you've been there for a while is the importance of understanding your why, okay? It's the importance of understanding why you're building your yoga business, okay? Why, connecting with that why. Because quite often we know what the what is, yeah? We know what the what is. So, um, you know, I, I, ha- I offer online training courses. 
that's what I do, a digital yoga academy. But my why, my why is a bit deeper than that. Okay, so my why is because I want to empower yoga teachers like you to share your message so that more people around the world can learn about yoga. That's my why, okay? So there's a difference between the what, which is I, I offer online yoga courses. So you could say I teach yoga, that's what you do. But what is your why, okay? And there's actually a really good TED talk um, by Simon Sinek, which is called The Golden Circle, which I will, I will post, in, I'll post in the Facebook group and on the um, Facebook page. So if you're on Instagram, you can hop over there and find it. Um, but he talks about, um, it's a really interesting TED talk, he talks about um, how you go about finding your why. And uh, I really recommend that you watch this because it just starts to help you to kind of put everything into place and to fully kind of understand it. Um, so the why really is, if you think about three circles, so you've got the big circle, then you've got an inner circle, then you've got the even smaller inner circle. The, the small circle is the why, the second circle is the how, and the third circle, the biggest circle is the what. And he says in this tech talk, TED talk that most businesses, most people focus on the bigger circle. They focus on the what and even the how, but not many of them focus on the why, except for the businesses that are super, super successful. So the business owners that um, are doing really well online and growing their businesses and growing their communities, those are the business owners who have really nailed down their why. Um, so there's a few questions you can kind of ask yourself uh, to start to think about this. So question one, you can ask yourself, why did I start this business? Why did I, why did I become a yoga teacher? What is my purpose? Uh, why am I doing this? Okay, why am I doing this? Why is doing what I'm doing really important to me? So ask yourself that. Um, why is doing what I'm doing really important to other people? And also, what kind of impact do I want to make? So you can ask yourself these questions to start to get a little bit deeper into, into the why of your business. And it's, you know, you might not get the answers overnight, and that's okay, that's, that's totally fine. Some, sometimes this takes a little bit of work, it takes a little bit of experience, it takes a little bit of, um, you know, uh, getting out there, teaching lots of people and just kind of uh, getting this teaching experience to fully kind of connect to why you're doing what you're doing. OK, so I really encourage you to do that. I really encourage you to um, to spend a little bit of time going through these questions that I just outlined and asking yourself so that you can just really. Yeah, connect to your why. It's really important to start there. Definitely start there. And if you've been running your business for a while now and you've not done this, use this as a little checklist because you really, really should do this and spend some time. It's worth doing. Because actually, once you understand your why, you can then start to get clearer on your messaging, which leads me on to focus area number two, which is having a website with a clear message. Okay, there are lots and lots of reasons why you should have a website. And if you need reminding of those reasons, then head to my website, um, to the blog 
on my to the blog section of my website because I've, I've I've created some blog articles around this. There's also a video on the Facebook page, a video on my Digital Yoga Academy Facebook page, um, which is all about why you need a website. So if you haven't got one yet and you keep umming and ahhing about it, then head there and uh, watch that video. And um, but what, once you've got your website, you need to make sure that your website, your homepage of your website has a really clear message that speaks to your ideal students and it speaks to the heart and soul of your ideal students so that when they land there, when they land on your homepage, they know straight away that they're in the right place. They know that this website is for them and they know that you're the teacher for them and that you have three seconds, literally three seconds from when they land on your website to make an impact. And if you don't make an impact in those three seconds, then those people are going to abandon your site, they'll leave your site and they'll go and have a look at another website. Think about your own behavior when you're surfing the net, when you're looking, you know, imagine that you're just starting out your yoga practice and you want to look at, um, you want to find a yoga teacher, you're looking online, you know, you have those three seconds to make an impact. So the way you do that is you understand your ideal student. You understand who your ideal student is. And um, yeah, you understand who your ideal student is. and. Again, you can just ask your, start to ask yourself some questions or start to ask them some questions. So you know, at the end of class, pull some of your regular students aside who you have a good relationship with and just ask them some questions. Get to know who they are. You know, are they male or female? What do they look like? How old are they? Are they single? Are they married? Do they have children? You know, what type of education do they have? What do they do to earn a living? What books do they read? Where do they hang out? You know, what music do they like? Um, start to find out this information because when you understand your ideal students better, you can then start to craft your messaging around that. So some really important areas is to really know what their pain points are. You know, where are they in their yoga journey? And what are their struggles? What are they struggling with? What are they um, aspiring to get from their yoga journey uh, that you, as their teacher, can help them with? It is so important that you know this, that you know what their challenges are, that you know what their struggles are, that you know what their fears are, that you know what, you know, what excites them in their yoga practice and what makes them come back for more. You need to know this stuff, guys, because when you know this, um, everything, your marketing, everything becomes so much easier. <laughs> it becomes so much easier because you know how to connect to your students. You know how to resonate with them. And so it's really important to have a website that on your homepage, that very first page that they land on, you know, they, they get there and they read a couple of paragraphs that tells them their story. And then they say, wow, this person, this teacher, she, she, she understands me, she gets me. This person is the right person for me. This is exactly where I am in my yoga journey right now. Maybe she can help me. And then they'll go on to read more about your about page, which is about you. And, you know, maybe they'll sign up to your email list. 
Maybe they'll take a look at what other offerings you've got, higher priced offerings such as events and retreats. But please, please, please don't make your homepage about you because this is the biggest mistake that I see yoga teachers making all the time. You know, you land on a, on a website and the first thing you read is about the yoga teacher, about their journey and, you know, how they're qualified and what qualifications they've got and everything else. And that is really the biggest mistake you can make because you're just going to lose interest. That three seconds has passed <laughs> and that person is just going to move on. Okay, so be really clear with your website and, the, and make the website, make your website, you need, you need to have a website that has clear messaging, okay? So that's focus area number two. So focus area number one was understand your why, get really clear on your why, get, gain clarity there. And number two, focus area number two, is to have a website with really clear messaging that speaks to the heart and soul of your ideal students. And I shared with you some questions that you can ask yourself to um, start kind of nailing, to start, to start nailing that. Okay, so focus area number three. Okay, so there's five that I'm sharing with you today. And this is all about if you're just starting out, if you're in the first or second year of your yoga business, or maybe you've been running your business for a while and you're using what I'm sharing with you today as a checklist. Okay, so focus area number three is all about the importance of choosing one platform to focus on in the beginning. Okay, choose one focus, one platform to focus on in the beginning and, cr and create original, consistent content in that, on that platform every single week. Okay, choose one platform. So in the beginning for me, the, the area that I really focused on for Digital Yoga Academy was on, my, was on Facebook, was on Facebook. So I really focused on building my Facebook group and this is about a year ago. I, I launched my Facebook group a year ago, and I've got 8,000 yoga teachers in there now. Okay, I, I focused on that group. I focused on creating content, and I was in there consistently, visible. I still am, but you know, that's where I put all of my focus because you can't do everything in the beginning. You really can't, okay? You can share content in places, of course. You know, it doesn't doesn't stop you from sharing place uh, sharing your content in multiple places. But you want one platform that you really focus on, that you dedicate in terms of engagement, in terms of being visible, in terms of going live. You know, focus on one platform in the beginning, and then as you grow and as your audience grows, you then you can branch out onto other platforms. Because I'm guessing that we're all just one yoga teacher trying to build our business here, okay? We don't have a team. We're not a big company that has a marketing team. You know, I've managed marketing teams in big companies. And trust me, you know, the biggest team I, I managed was a team of 30. And I had um, a team just for social media. And there'd be somebody who'd respons be responsible just for Facebook. Someone who would be responsible just for Instagram. And so on. And... So um, I've just got a question here on, on Instagram. So if not all the students are, what happens if not all the students are on Facebook or Instagram? 
Okay, so this is where it goes back. You need to go back to asking those questions, to understanding your ideal student, and ask the question, which platform do you use the most, Facebook or Instagram? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't share your content, like that you should only share your content on one platform, okay? Because I really believe that you should, that you should create one piece of content one piece of content every single week and share it across multiple platforms. And I actually did a video on that and how to do that. But what I'm saying here is that one of those platforms that you share your content across, because it doesn't really take two minutes to share something onto Instagram, but one of those platforms, I want you to really focus on it. So if your platform is Instagram because your ideal students have told you that they hang out on Instagram, then I want you to be visible on there. I want you to be going on Instagram stories. I want you to be creating short videos just to put on Instagram. I want you to be engaging with your, um, you know, searching hashtags and finding new people. I want you to focus on there, answering messages in, in your DMs. Really focus on it because you can't do all of that on Facebook as well, you know? So definitely create one piece of content every week and just share it multiple places, but choose one platform to really hone in on. Does that make sense? That answer the question, my yoga essence. <laughs> okay, perfect. Let's move on. So uh, focus area number two, focus area number two. No, no, not number two, number four. <laughs> focus area number four is authentic engagement. And this kind of follows on actually from what I was just talking about. But I want you to be authentic with your engagement. I want you to make sure that you spend a little bit of time every single week engaging with your fans. Thank you, Carol. Engaging with your fans and followers on social media. And this could be, you know, you could just decide that when you're sitting on the bus and you're on the way to a different studio to go and teach somewhere, that that's your time to um, to be engaging with your with your um, with your followers. You know, make sure if people are leaving you messages that you go in there and you answer every single message. If they're leaving you, um, if you oh if, if they're leaving you comments you know go in there and respond respond to everything don't miss out on having that opportunity to start a little relationship with somebody you know so because quite often and I do see this that teachers post stuff and then they won't go on there to see if anybody actually commented and it's really important to make sure you do that and to make sure that you're being active so authentic engagement make sure it happens you know spend a little bit of time doesn't have to be a lot of time you've just got to find your time so if it's on the bus or I don't know where whenever it might be you know waiting for the kettle to boil whatever it might be just find some time throughout the week and make that your little bit of time to do it okay so that's focus area number four authentic engagement and then focus area number five okay so today I've shared five focus areas for you if you are just starting out in your business, if you're in the first or second year of your yoga business, of growing your business, these are the five focus areas that I want you to um, pay attention to. The fifth focus area is finding a way to, or creating a way to make money in your business while you're still figuring out how to build the yoga business of your dreams, okay? So, I often hear that 
people that some teachers they do their training and then they leave their job and they hustle trying to get studio classes and they don't have an income they don't have anything coming in and so then they're really having to hustle around just taking any class just to bring money in to pay the bills and I really believe that you should have a smoother transition. You know, I know many of you want to get into teaching straight away and you're really keen to just get started and you want to, you know, build up your studio classes and everything else. But trust me, if you do it that way, you it leads to burnout. It really does lead to burnout because what tends to happen is you find yourself, you know, hustling around every week trying to find cover classes um, just so that you can bring your income up but for the end of the month and in actual fact if you find another way so maybe you know you can um reduce your hours at work you know maybe you can start off if you've got a full-time job maybe you can start off just taking on a couple of classes in the week either early morning or in the evening just two classes a week just to start things off and you know maybe you can arrange with your boss to reduce your hours and do it that way, just start off slowly. Um, perhaps if that doesn't work for you, you could find another job, find another part-time job, uh, maybe related to what you were doing previously so that you could leave the full-time job and reduce your hours down. You know, if you have the capacity to freelance, that's also another good option. That's exactly what I did. So I worked full time for over 15 years in marketing and a few years ago um, I was working for a tech startup full time and I was doing my yoga training at the, at, whilst I was there, I did my yoga teacher training and then I graduated and for eight months I stuck in that job. I was still working, well it's never nine to five is it, it's always more than nine to five, but I was still working full time Monday to Friday in that job and I started running yoga events so I was doing between one and three yoga events every month for eight months and they went really well I started to build up some momentum and at the end of that eight months I thought right I feel, I feel like I've built up a little bit of momentum here I'm going to I'm going to finish my job I'm gonna give my notice in and I'll take on some freelance clients so that's exactly what I did for another four months so I started doing a little bit of freelance freelance work. I had maybe two or three clients that I was doing some work on the side and it allowed me to start up some classes here in London and just to really start working on my business and what the strategy was and my vision and that was Good Yoga Life. So I have another business called Good Yoga Life. Go and check it out. Um, and I run classes here in London and events and yoga retreats abroad. So I still run that business. Um, so that's how I did it. That was my transition. So you, you should think about how you can do it because the worst thing is is to you know just go, just jump head first and then find yourself just getting worn out because you're really kind of hustling around trying to teach as much as you can. So take it easy because you know teaching in studios is just one way to teach yoga. Yeah, there's lots of other ways that you can do it. I've, I've never taught in studios. You know, I've, 
if, well, that's a little bit of a fib. So I, I have done some cover classes in my local studio, in a studio that's very close to me that I actually go into practice in and, I, and I, I do classes there. They do like hits classes and stuff there as well. And so I've taught a few cover classes as well because I know the studio owner. Um, so just helping out. But I've never had any full time um, or, you know, uh official kind of studio classes it's just one way to teach yoga you don't have to do you don't have to go down that route and if you take your time with it and make sure you've still got some money coming in then you really don't have to go down that route you know you can you can run your own classes you can run events and workshops you know you can teach online you can go and teach online there's a whole world out there and you know millions of people out there who are just waiting to to discover yoga you know there's so much opportunity so so yeah so that's my last point uh, last kind of point to you today so let me just run through that quickly so we did five focus areas if you're just starting out as a yoga teacher in the first couple of years um or maybe you have been running for a while but you're using this as a checklist focus area number one understand your why Focus area number two, have clear messaging on your website. Focus area number three, uh, choose one platform. Choose one platform um, and focus on consistent, original, regular content there every single week. Be really visible there. Focus area number four, authentic engagement. So engage with your followers online. And number five, find a way to make money to bring money in still and um yeah so that's it today today guys a bit of a short and sweet one today for you um but thank you so much for joining me have a beautiful day everybody namaste big love see you soon bye you've been listening to the yogipreneur podcast brought to you by digital yoga academy the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide and if you loved what you learned today please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action. So join the Success Club, our monthly membership of online trainings, where you can get access for an entire month for free. Go to digitalyogaacademy.com forward slash success club.